The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Billionaire Healthcare. Bringing the health secrets of the rich and famous to you. Your host is Ashley Black. We'll talk about what's really going on inside your body and what you can do to take control of your health and wellness. Now, here is your host, Ashley Black. Good Wednesday afternoon, everyone. I can tell that we have... Morning, yes. (laughs) We're actually coming to you live today from Beverly Hills, So if you were experiencing some technology problems and now I'm looking at the live feed and I look like Medusa, I'm not sure what happened to my hair in the the drop off there. Um, Anyway, I know that this show is going to be super popular because part of the reason we had technical difficulties is that all of you were calling into the show to listen. Um, So this show is about something that comes up every single day on my um, Facebook group. So let me make sure I get everybody to the resources and then we'll start the show about drum roll please (laughs) heart shape butt okay so you can listen and have the best audio just by going to voiceamerica.com and the name of the show is of course billionaire healthcare and you can just hit listen live so we are actually live literally there's a two second delay so um, hopefully you guys didn't hear what I said off camera (laughs) when I was trying to fix the technology we have some technical difficulties we always have technical difficulties and it's because of my DNA I'm pretty sure but anyway I do want to jump right in because um, one of the things that I see constantly, and I was actually researching it this morning, and I was like, oh my God, I cannot believe that I just found this as the top of Google. So I'm going to go ahead and have that posted. So at the very top of Google, best butt exercises, post the link, and I invite everyone to go and watch that. Now, if you're, if you're following along um, and you want the links, you're going to have to switch over to the private group. It's Facebook Fascia Blasters, and you can request to be in the group, and you can also look at the live feeds later. So if anybody's listening and you're like, oh, no, i got to go to work, you can always come back and watch it later um, on the live feed, and you can listen to it later on Billionaire Healthcare. So, all right, without further ado, um, this really, this entire show, in my opinion, is where you really need biomechanical experts, because when I go out into the world and look at what people are doing to try to to develop their glutes and get the heart-shaped butt, I either find, number one, last night I'm working with one of my favorite clients here in Beverly Hills, and she's showing me this guy who's like sculpting butts by doing fat transfer mm-hmm. so or glute implants. So that's like a huge thing right now to try to get this, you know, heart-shaped booty. Um, and then the other thing is just tons and tons of trainers who are doing the same things over and over and over, like squats. Yeah, and just calling it something out, like so-and-so's 10 exercises for this or the Brazilian this and that. And I don't want to call any brand names out because I'm not here to talk about how dumb everyone is. What I'm here to do is to make sure that if you, all my viewers, if you want a heart-shaped butt, I happen to have one, maybe at the end of the live feed, we'll show it, we'll see. But um, it's because I know the science behind how you actually shape your glutes. And I think a lot of times we think that we're stuck in a certain um, shape, and that's just simply not true. I actually had a lady send me her butt, and she said, my butt looks like SpongeBob SquarePants. So anybody that has a square butt, a front butt, you know, fat at the top, small at the bottom, all of that, we are dispelling the myth that that is genetic we're dispelling the myth that there's nothing you can do about it, and we're going to tell you exactly how to do it. So without further ado, I do want to introduce my two guests. You guys probably know them if you've been following the show, because anytime something comes up that's in the realm of exercise physiology, I always call on my two homies. One of them you guys can see on the live feed. 
Her name is Olivia Henry. Hi, guys. Um, Olivia did our Pilates show, but just give them a little bit of your background, Olivia, like in terms of uh, personally mm-hmm. and professionally. And remember, we're on short segments. So, right. talk so uh, <laughs> if you guys didn't already know, because uh, you've heard the Pilates episode, I'm sure. I have to get closer, apparently. Uh, my background, <laughs> my background is that I was a Pilates instructor for a long time. Uh, I was a yoga teacher for a long time. I um, <laughs> get closer, Ashley says. Uh, I have a lot of experience in a lot of physical therapy style of of uh, exercise and rehabilitation because I myself was someone who was crippled and Ashley brought me back from a very ugly place um, of not being able to move or be able to control um, how I felt or how I moved in, in a day. Um, so that's a bit of my history. It's, it's kind of extensive and a long story. but um, Well, and on a personal note with me, um, I tend to be more to the therapy side. Mm-hmm. And even though I know the biomechanical stuff, I feel like you know, you're as good as me and you can get in there and it's tedious, right? Like teaching someone how to turn on their glutes, which by the way, is something you and I have done as a team a million times for rehabilitation. And now you've got some of my Manhattan beach moms Mm -hmm. and they're all trying to build booties and and Olivia literally had no booty two years ago. And it was because once we opened her fascia, it was so obvious that her glutes were atrophied. So she's been on this personal journey as well. Um, My other guest is Bart. He is our resident um, expert. Bart, chime in here. Um, I know that uh, going from the San Francisco 49ers training room, um, how many of your ballplayers wanted a a heart-shaped butt? Was that ever a request that you got uh, with your all-male population? (laughs) (laughs) No, no, that was never a uh, actual request, but we uh, they did want to look better, and they they did not uh, go away from the glutes either. They liked hitting them just as much. Well, and speak to the rehab side because being able to activate your glutes or shape them, we'll just throw that in the same category. Like, isn't this a daily thing in the rehabilitative world? I mean, for sports, I always found it for hip stability, but every single team that I would work with or every individual pro athlete, everybody had a different way of going about it. That's true. That's true. Um, I was lucky enough to work with some very good people who actually attacked the hips, Um, but it's important because the the glutes are one of our – primary pelvic stabilizers and they're also interesting in the fact that they also are in charge of making sure we can move so they have the tough task of being a stabilizer as well as a mover so you can imagine when something's not working right somewhere else has to pick up the slack and well and i also i kind of feel like the glutes are sort of like the transverse abs of the backside because they're a stabilizer and a mover, like you said, which does make it difficult because people feel like they're quote unquote working their abs when they do things with their legs up because they feel it in their abs. But the abs is really only working as a stabilizer. And the same thing goes for glutes when we're doing um, squats or lunges or step ups or the things that all of us think are glute exercises. So can you just, you know, I want to say that, you know, don't stop doing squats, glutes and lunges. But Bart, can you just talk about the difference in those three things that are literally what everyone thinks activates the glutes and sort of dispel that? And you have one minute till the break to do it. Those are what we call global um, core exercises. They do more than just activate a specific body part. We call it, those are really the more functional group. They're great for moving. They're great for a good workout, but they're not actually targeted to the glute muscles. In order to train the glute muscles, you have to actually physically activate the muscle through conscious thought, which is the brain, and then getting that neural pathway built up, or it just won't fire. It's The reason we, we get bigger muscles in general is by increased nerve activation through firing of the muscle. So if you can't fire the muscle, it's not going to get bigger no matter how much you work out. So I can summarize that, and I always try to be kind of the liaison between the science and the normal people. So ladies um, and men, I know we're, we're starting to get more and more men. Uh, what, I'm, what we're saying in general is that if you do not intentionally, with your brain, isolate and move the glutes 
in the exact action of what they do, which we're going to talk about in the next couple of segments, or if you don't have access to them because they're being strangled by fascia, or if your posture or your way that you move eliminates the glutes, then you're never going to build a glute no matter how many hip thrusts you do. So I know that that's kind of mind-blowing and shocking because I've done this with so many of my clients over the years. So when we come back, the first thing we're going to jump into is the fascia because I think that's the first thing. If your fascia is in the way, it's never going to happen. So we're going to talk about how to shape the fascia. Um, give you access to your glutes via the fascia and exactly how to do that with the blaster and or manual techniques. So don't go anywhere. Yeah. Comment back. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Billionaire Healthcare, brought to you by the amazing Fascia Blaster. We believe the body was designed to heal itself. Families were meant to care for one another and that the connective tissue fascia is vital to human health. We believe that society derailed and abandoned the natural trajectory and that itises, syndromes, cellulite, and other issues are preventable. There's just a better way. The inception of that better way starts with the fascia, and the first step is the fascia blaster. The fascia blaster restores the fascia by separating the adhesions at the surface that distort the skin and penetrating those layers that contort and misalign the body. Not to mention, it ends cellulite because it simply doesn't exist. The fascia blaster turns back the hands of time and revitalizes you, young or aging, athletic or sedentary, men and women. The fascia blaster is for you. Treat yourself like a billionaire. Become a blaster today. Visit fasciablaster.com. That's F-A-S-C-I-A blaster.com. We are bombarded daily with information about beauty products and anti-aging treatments. Do you know how they have been tested? Are they truly going to make a change or just take the change out of your pocket? Tune in to Shelly's Show and Tell with host Shelly Hancock. We'll bring you the top-rated skincare products and treatments tested by Real Transformation Skin Care Centers. We'll motivate you to make the best changes. Listen Mondays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health & Wellness. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to Billionaire Healthcare. To connect with our show today, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to bh at ashleyblackguru.com. Now, back to Billionaire Healthcare. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Um, on the live feed, a lot of you are saying that you can't hear. We do have the headset right up next to the phone to distribute the audio. But if you are not getting the sound that you want, just simply go to voiceamerica.com and you can go to Billionaire Healthcare, which is my show on the health channel, and you can listen right there to the live feed. So you can still watch us. Um, but you can uh, have better audio if you go to that. And also, too, we can see your live comments like Regina Newell Breeze. Good morning, Ashley. She says, good morning, Regina. Good morning, Alicia, who's telling me it's not working. <laughs> all right, we'll get it going. Um, all right, so let's jump into the fascia. So I'm going to assume that we have brand new listeners that may not know anything about fascia. So um, I go ahead, Olivia. I want you to give the 411 on your understanding of fascia and how it affected your glutes. So, so this is more of a personal testimony. Uh, my experience with fascia and how, how it, it affected my glutes has everything to do with me as a dancer. Um, I had a lot of connection to my glutes as a dancer and I had a very developed uh, backside, I guess. <laughs> and, uh, and basically, um, when I injured myself, uh, injured my lower back very badly, everything kind of shut down. Um, and, uh, and when I went to go use my glutes again, I didn't have the same kind of connection. There wasn't the same blood flow. It felt like everything was stuck. Um, I didn't have the same range of motion uh, and extension in my glutes, and I didn't have the support. So my lower back was taking on all of the actions that my glutes were supposed to help, and if not 
really just do um, because my lower back was doing way more than it needed to. Well, and you're bringing up the point that I really want to make in the fascia section, which it's not just about having your glutes strangled out. Um, you can go ahead. My team is posting some links. So all of these links that talk about having, you know, there's some great research done by the Nas- National Institute of Health that that um, basically you know, show that if you have tight IT bands, um, that can keep your glutes from firing. And the reason why is because fascia is basically a head to toe, inside to out, fingertip to fingertip, a covering of the muscles, like it runs in between the muscles. Somebody gave me a visual. So for those of you who've never seen it, and we can always post the what is fascia link so that you guys can look at it, but it's like an orange. Have you ever peeled an orange and you see that there's like skin in between and then there's white that runs through the muscles. So that's what we're talking about. So you may actually have a choked out or fascia bound or like in the Ashley Black world, we're calling it the beyond bound calf that actually impedes the signal to the glutes. So it's not just about scrubbing your glutes, but I do want to get into how you actually shape a heart-shaped butt. Okay, so the bottom line is um, with manual therapy, the nugget, the fascia blaster, um, I don't recommend any of the like just pull and hold techniques because that's not enough. We're talking about something that really scrubs through and breaks up fascia. It really is this simple, you guys. Anywhere that you want to be smaller, you fascia blast. Anywhere you want to be bigger, you lift and access the glutes. So when I start talking about the heart-shaped butt, I would say between the ribs and the back and kind of the top of the pelvis where we... In lay terms, we call that the love handles. So all of that area, and including the very tarp part of the butt, that is where you want to fascia blast. Mm -hmm. And then the other place that you want to fascia blast is side to side, like brushing your teeth just below your butt because it's going to give you access to your glute hamstring tie-in, which actually goes under your glute and can help lift the butt. What a lot of people forget is that there's not just three muscles of the glutes. There are many, many functional muscles underneath the glutes that, uh, that assist in all of the functions. And if those aren't working, the piriformis, the... Uh, right, so in the, in the next section, we're actually going to go through, there's six underlying glute muscles and three muscles on the top, and we're going to talk specifically about how to activate those. But you brought up a good point, that if you've got a fascia problem in a super deep glute... Which was what my problem was. ...then you're out of the game. So, Bart, can you talk a little bit about, because as you guys know, Bart helps with picture analysis which I don't know how happy he is anymore. Bart, can you talk about what you're seeing in the picture analysis? And, you know, we get, you and I look at it together, so we're really familiar. But all the time we'll see a lady who's like, oh, you know, the tops of my legs, they're just not getting there. And then we look at her calves. And her calves are being so choked out that she not only doesn't have the neurological connection, she doesn't have the fascial connection, you know, and then she's got a flat butt. So speak to more like the full body and how the fascia is a communication system, not just something that you want to open above and below. The above and below the butt is more for actually creating the shape, but then we still have to create this uh, communication system. Can you speak to what you found in the research as far as the communicators? Uh, yeah, no problem. Um, what we now know is that the the muscles are actually more sensory than we thought they were. I mean, conventional thinking said that muscles move their motor their motor signals. So, but now we know that they have a lot of sensory fibers in there, and we've figured out that those sensory fibers are connected to the fascia. So, we do know that somehow the fascia is now being used as a sensory organ to the central nervous system and the brain. So, mm-hmm. so what, I, what my, my schooling has told me that if you have tight fascia anywhere in the body, it leads to a less recruitment of motor units, which motor units move the muscle. So in other words, if you have tight, crappy fascia, you can't fire your muscles. And what I think, you know, taking your science brain and wrapping that up just a little bit, and we'll, go, we'll come back to it, but the bottom line is, yes, you can carve out your butt above and below, but if you're not doing your entire body head to toe, then you're missing that sensory organ. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. And a lot of, 
and a lot of the time people are like, oh, yeah, my, my arch hurts or my calf hurts, and I'll tell them to go to their hips, and they'll be like, why, do I, why am I going there? And I just I know that they need to attack there because not only is it tight fascia, tight fascia could lead to pain in another part of the body. We don't know if, if it's from your hip, but any sort of pain will cause that muscle to shut off and atrophy. It's the body's way of protecting itself. So pain so what and tight I was, fascia oh, are correlated to decreasing the mass of a muscle. So if you're in pain and you have tight fascia, the body's way to protect itself is to just not activate that muscle, which makes it smaller and it doesn't look as good. Well, and you're also bringing up the element of pain, which is where Olivia was, that if something hurts to fire, I know for me, if I really get good glute access on my hip replacement leg, I feel a stretch in the front of my hip flexor. So I guess what we're saying um, to the whole crowd is that you do need to open your fascia literally from your head to toe, meaning blasting your arm Mm -hmm. could potentially help give you access to your glutes, chest, the front line. Olivia jumped in while Bart was talking and she was saying, when you said that about the arch, she was basically like chomping at the bit to say, oh, you know, that's the posterior back line, which BT... W, that is where your glutes are, or at least part of it. You know, the functional line goes there and some other lines. But at the end of the day, you could be having foot pain that's actually shutting down the glute. And even if you're an athletic person like I was, sometimes when you are having these deep problems with your fascia, it doesn't matter how how perfect you make an exercise look sometimes you still can't access that muscle and that was my greatest problem so even as a trainer I was finding myself having a hard time building the muscles that I was teaching people how to build because I didn't realize how deep I was affected in my fascial lines well and I want Bart to speak to that we had a show a couple weeks ago where we were talking about a um, quarterback who could do a squat without ever firing his quads remember that Bart (laughs) yeah yeah I mean it's it's ridiculous, um, especially in high-level athletes. They're so good at compensating. Their bodies can do whatever they want them to do based on their genetics, activity level, and they can just they can shut stuff on and off as quickly as you and I can turn off a light switch. And well, and I will say this to the general so. population, Bart, you and I talk about this all the time. You know, we've got people who are not pro athletes. They haven't been training since they were children and they're out there doing very complex Olympic lifts and CrossFit. Um, I got invited to a class here that's basically like a mountain climbing machine. And I'm like thinking, oh my God, you know, I've had a hip replacement. I'm not sure if I have that range of motion. We've got all of these, you know, DVDs that have come out with like, um, you know, the insanity and all of that. And I'm not saying that those are bad. What I'm saying is that if you don't have finely tuned biomechanical access, um, access then you can work out all you want and you're never going to have the body that you want because you're jacking up your fascia. So I do want to answer that question because I know people are going to pop off and ask it like right now is what do you do to have healthy fascia? And um, I'll give you the resource. It's in my get aft blog about the food. Um, but I do talk about different exercises that help you to not jack up your fascia. And it's about having your feet nice and flat when you do an elliptical, limiting the amount of impact. And if you can do that, particularly while you're restoring your fascia, then you're not going to be catching up with yourself. Because we do have a lot of blasters that are like, well, I want to run. And I say, go ahead and run, but just know that it's going to be one step forward and then one step back. And then you fascia blast and you take a step back and you take a step forward and you take a step back. So in order to get out of that cycle, if you can just do things that really um, minimize the risk for jacking up the fascia, then you can start to have muscle access and then your workouts will actually start working for you. And I'm going to go ahead and plug my DVDs, not because I want to sell them. Trust me, I I can hardly keep things in stock, but my DVDs do exactly that. They um, basically help with... Um, teaching you to have proper biomechanical access. And we can put the link up there. It's called the Ice Foundation Kits. It's only $149. And once you do it and you learn how to move your body properly, then you can move and take what you've learned in terms of the principles and then you apply them to CrossFit or running or Pilates or whatever you want to do. It's about single joint isolation. 
Oh, sorry. You go ahead, Aaliyah. No, you're good. Go ahead, Bart. We're about to move to commercial break. Can it wait? Uh, no, I'll just say it real quick. I think in this, our society tries to go too volume and tries to do all this. We try to exercise way too much. If you do a quality of exercise, you're going to sweat and it's going to be hard work. So I just I want to say that because people just try to get the hardest workout to lose fat and get skinny. But a quality exercise will make all those things happen. Well, it's funny. I'm going to speak to that. I don't care if we go over. You can get mad at me, Voice America. Um, you know, I worked with Carl Crawford for years, and he plays for the Dodgers, and I knew him for probably a decade. And I remember he was in a big anterior tilt, which means he had his booty out. And I was telling him, you're going to keep straining certain things if you don't change the position of your pelvis. And I said, you need to let me train you. And so I took him through uh, my core workout, which is little micro movements. And it's like so simple and basic. He was sweating. He was shaking. And guess what he said to me at the end? I love the pause. He said, the hardest workout he's ever done. He's, he said the exact opposite. He said, when are we going to work out? Yep. Because in his mind, if he wasn't running and sprinting hills and lifting weights and basically doing things, you know, all over the board, it wasn't a workout. And I'm like, what do you mean? I just killed you. I just did things with you. You I, could never do I didn't touch a weight. We have to change our, how I've we understand how it is. Yeah, exactly. I've seen it so much in the training room. People are sweating from doing glute exercises. It's ridiculous. And they're professional athletes. Yeah, so this is at every level. So certainly all of my sweet ladies who are trainers, some of them are moms who've never even heard the word glutes, um, certainly they're doing it wrong. So that's what this show is about, is helping you understand the science behind it so that you can make better choices as you uh, move into your training. So we're going to go ahead and go to commercial break and everybody be ready to talk about the actions of the glutes and how to actually condition them. Good part. The good part coming. <laughs> Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Step by step, you made it through the journey of pregnancy. Now your baby is in your arms, and you're on the cusp of a new journey breastfeeding. As a new parent, you receive a lot of advice, much of it conflicting, some of it outdated. Tune into Born to be Breastfed with host Marie Biancuso to bust through the myths about feeding your baby. Marie and her guests will help you figure out what you can expect and put you on the best and surest path on your breastfeeding journey. Listen every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Billionaire Healthcare. Brought to you by the amazing Fascia Blaster. We believe the body was designed to heal itself. Families were meant to care for one another and that the connective tissue fascia is vital to human health. We believe that society derailed and abandoned the natural trajectory and that itises, syndromes, cellulite and other issues are preventable. There's just a better way. The inception of that better way starts with the fascia, and the first step is the fascia blaster. The fascia blaster restores the fascia by separating the adhesions at the surface that distort the skin and penetrating those layers that contort and misalign the body. Not to mention, it ends cellulite because it simply doesn't exist. The fascia blaster turns back the hands of time and revitalizes you, young or aging, athletic or sedentary, men and women. The fascia blaster is for you. Treat yourself like a billionaire. Become a blaster today. Visit fasciablaster.com. That's F-A-S-C-I-A blaster.com. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to Billionaire Healthcare. To connect with our show today, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to bh at ashleyblackguru.com. Now, back to Billionaire Healthcare. Good morning, afternoon, people. We are coming to you live 
from Beverly Hills, which, by the way, is the shortcut for billionaire healthcare. So if you see any posts where um, it doesn't make any sense, that's what's happened. I accidentally posted the link to my show. Um, I'm seeing a lot of comments here on the live feed. Oh, I just got to work. I might not be able to see it. Don't worry about it. You can always watch these later. Um, they archive forever onto the um Fascia Blaster group, and they also archive on Voice America, uh, voiceamerica.com. The show is called Billionaire Healthcare. We even have shows from last year, so if you haven't seen them, you're welcome to go back and get them. Okay, so I think what we've kind of been through so far is that people who are overtraining and not being aware of their fascia, that's part of why you might not get a heart shape, but we went through in the second segment and talked about not only carving out your um you know, fat pockets and and fascia that's like a sausage casing so that the the fat can actually drop into the lower part of the glute, creating that heart shape. Um, But most of the show is about how to get the glutes on. And before we even talk about the glutes, Bart, I just have to say, and I I hope you can chime in on this part, is that um, if, do y'all hear that? We're in L.A. we're in L.A. <laughs> Welcome to Los Angeles. This is where I'm from. It's so funny because it's, it's, you can't even hear it in the room, but it's so loud through the feet. But no, what I wanted to go into about uh, the glutes is that, number one, you cannot be starving yourself. Like, for instance, I was meeting with another one of my clients um, last night, and she's somebody who I've been working on the heart shape butt with. And she's what I call L.A. skinny. And, um, you know, she's like, I just need to lose five pounds. And I'm like, okay, well, what's your plan for the five pounds and where it's going to come from? And what are you going to do if it comes straight from your rear end? Because we're trying to do these glute exercises. So can you speak a little bit to how we need an appropriate calorie level and of the right foods? Because this happened with Olivia. Olivia, I'm going to make fun of her just for a second. She's like, I'm gluten free. I'm vegan free. So she can free. What is that? <laughs> I don't know. She's vegan. She's pescatarian. I don't even know what all of these words mean because uh, I eat meat. But I, I literally looked her in the face and I told her, "You, if you don't have some protein, like she would do everything gluten-free, but it was like gluten-free, like made with honeybee and whatever you had, like cookies. She's being mean right now. Yeah. So, but tell them what I told you and how much it changed for you before we get into the glutes. Really what the issue was is I was carb-heavy and protein-deficient. So no matter well, you make your it diet, sound nice, but you were no matter your diet, <laughs> I'm still gluten free because I have to be. But mm-hmm. I, uh, no matter your diet, if you are carb heavy and protein deficient, you are going to carry fat and lose muscle, and that was part of the problem yeah. I had. And uh, so, so <laughs> it doesn't matter what diet you have, as long as you're getting enough protein daily and in order calories. to in, in enough calories to support the muscle to grow. So if you're trying to lose weight and starve yourself into a heart, but that is not going to happen. Um, and I'm going to go ahead and ask my team to go ahead and replo- repost the Get F blog because I do talk about how those are different metabolic functions to lean out versus build muscle. So my suggestion, if you're trying to get a heart shape but is to eat a little more calories and actually build the muscle underneath and then you know drop the calories and um, do some cardio to lean out because a lot of times what I find in working in Hollywood you know you've got the actor who has their chef they've got their nutritionist they've got their trainer and all of their programs are competing and canceling each other out so I just want to say that as kind of a disclaimer before we even move into building the glutes because if your diet is not on point um, it's very very difficult to actually put on muscle and Bart you and I have done this together I know I took a a cornerback to safety which means he needed to put on 30 pounds of muscle but not get any extra fat because then it would make him slower so um, can you speak just real quickly to the nutrition Um, just kind of validate it and what you've seen with yeah um like at the in the NFL, the, these guys can order anything they want at the facility, and a lot of it they're eating fish, uh, lean vegetables like spinach, lettuce, tomatoes. I mean, uh, no fried foods. I mean, just like general lean meats, chicken, turkey, fish, combined with good, healthy, um, nutrient dense is what the nutritionists like they call it, something that actually fills you up. 
Well, and I love this part. You and I, you and I had this fit at my dining room table the other day. This one lady was like, you told me the fascia blaster would work without diet and exercise. Okay. Yes, that is true. You can break up fascia and you cannot have the root cause of cellulite anymore by breaking, breaking up that tissue. Now, what's up under there? That is on you. So are we going to find atrophied muscles? Are we going to find, you know, a fat? Are we going to find, you know, the skin sloping down? Are we going to find, you know, all of that stuff is what is up underneath what the fascia blaster does. So this show is a little bit about creating what's underneath. So let's just run through because, Bart, one of the things that makes me nuts, and I hope that all of you have watched that link we put up from Cosmopolitan Magazine of the best butt exercises because not <laughs> one time did the girl in the video activate her glutes. But I think there's this... Um, weird myth out there with lay people that the glutes is just like one big butt muscle. So let's talk about what it's very, very complex, but let's talk about, let's just list off the muscles and just give us the quick four, one, one on the glutes. Bart, go, go. Okay. (laughs) All right. Uh, So the first one is the glute maximus. This is the one we all like to look at. It's superficial. It's big. It's what that shape is made of. But what it does, all it does is move. It's very minimal to the stabilization of the pelvis. Very little. It, all it does is help us move. It extends and externally rotates. The okay, stop right there. Like to, to work. Hold on, hold on. I know I told you to go, but I want to talk about what extends and rotates is, okay? So if you are standing and you put your leg behind you, and then you rotate it, then you're activating the glute. And Olivia is actually doing it on the live feed wrong. If you move on your... On purpose. On purpose. Okay, <laughs> so if you move your core at all, which is what I saw in those uh, videos, then you're, you're actually just turning your body and not actually turning with the glutes. And if you do hip extension, meaning you put your leg behind you with a straight leg, okay? If you bend the leg, you're bringing in the hamstring, but with a straight leg and you just simply kick it out behind you and you arch your back, you are all back. Mm-hmm. So that's what I keep seeing when I go on the internet and I want to, you know, shoot it. We'll do a full video of this with us later. Yes, we are going to be doing links and there's going to be a heart-shaped blog. But what I can tell you is what Bart just said to me is the most important thing in glute exercises is that the very biggest muscle extends, meaning put your leg behind you mm-hmm. and rotates. And every single video that I saw on the internet this morning, they arched their back, which just means your your leg is just a lever and you're lifting it with your back um, or when you turn your foot out meaning your whole leg um, you're turning at the pelvis so all you did was leave your leg exactly the same and turn your body so really yeah this that movement is exactly what you're doing during walking it's your back leg and gait so walking does that entire movement Well, and what's insane about that, Bart, is, you know, I get asked all the time, like, what glute exercises do you do? And I do activate my glutes, but 99% of my workout is just holding my pelvis under me, contracting my abs and keeping my pelvis still so that when I take a step, whether that be up the stairs or walking, my glutes contract every time. Same thing with the elliptical, same thing with the bike. And that's what I think happens. I think people just shut their glutes off altogether they don't fire them all day long and then they might get one glute workout a week where they're using their back and everything else so no wonder we have a flat butt society right right exactly so uh, you want well, to keep going on with the next muscles uh, well, I need to get on my soapbox from time to time, so just make sure you pause. We got one minute till break, so let's talk about the one that you and I always talk about, glute medius. Glute, glute medius. Glute medius is one of the most important muscles in the body. It's the primary stabilizer of the pelvis. It does internal and external rotation at the hip, but a thing to note is that it actually attaches at a different spot than the glute maximus, and it actually attaches right at the top of um, our leg right at the socket of the ball and socket joint. So it okay, actually- stop right there. So you know, glute, he, Bart's been working on my 
glute. And we found out that like an Achilles being snapped up into the body, my glute medius is floating somewhere around in my rear end. And I also want to say that so anybody who's had hip surgery, hip pointers, any of that stuff, there's a chance that that's detached, which makes it very difficult to um, access. access. And in addition to that, um, with the glute medius, um, with it being attached to the leg muscle, I mean, on the femur side, if somebody has a jammed hip, which, Bart, every picture we evaluate, they have a jammed hip. What does that do yeah. to the glute medius? It, it tightens up and shortens and becomes painful. Well, it's basically like and, the and equivalent. And lead to a sciatic issue because the piriformis muscle is the next one deep to it, and that's where the sciatic nerve passes through right on top of it in between the medius and piriformis. So that's so important. A lot of issues yep. are glute tightness. No doubt about it. And I think the thing is, is, you know, you've got everybody wallowing around on foam rollers trying to loosen their glutes or like laying on a ball or like, you know, seeing doctors for their sciatic. Right. Or even doctors saying you have a, a deficiency in your piriformis. Yeah. Piriformis syndrome. Yep. When the reality is your hip is tight and it's jammed and it's, it's compressing that muscle. But to speak to what Bart said earlier about it being shortened imagine if you walked around like in a bicep curl all day long and then somebody said okay we'll activate it well there's nowhere for it to go it's like you you, you know you've got to for a muscle to work it has to lengthen stretch return and contract and if it's in a constant state of being short then it's going to be atrophied so i can tell you ladies i look at your butts all the time this is the muscle wouldn't you say bart yeah, it's it's a hundred percent the problem in everybody <laughs> because I, it's just uh, one of those muscles that the body shuts off very easily. Well, I, I definitely want to come back and talk there to help pick it up. Well, you know what? We have about thirty seconds till the break, and just you know, we were talking about that with the quarterback and him being able to do a squat without quads. So, if you already have a propensity not to be able to fire something, then you can do ten thousand. His hip thrusters, step ups, and all that. And how many other things can take over? Literally, how many other things can take there's, over? There's uh, about nine different uh, muscles that control external rotation in the lower legs, which are the glutes. So nine group, nine uh, glute muscles that will do something to uh, help with the motion the glutes already do, as well as, well as posture and stability of the whole upper body. So the way that I think of this, I, when, I, when I explain this to my own personal clients, I'm like, if you're going to move a really heavy table and you've got nine NFL players and me, how much of the table am I going to lift? That's what's happening with the glute medius because it's little. It's very much responsible for the, the beautiful bottom side shape, that heart that we're talking about. And if it's off, you know, you're the Ashley trying to pick up the table. And if these muscles are off, then your tiny muscles underneath these functional muscles that uh, we probably won't even have time to touch on all of them. We're going to have to have a second show of this. I know. Uh, and uh, those start to overwork. And when those start to overwork, you have nerve damage. We have all kinds of other problems. And, and, uh, and then we've got a lot of scar tissue that starts to which is fascia right so there's a reason why that is why there's only a few people that actually have a really great heart shaped butt because it is an art you are literally sculpting with the fascia and then creating the the lift and the tone with the proper exercises so all right i'm sorry you guys i know we all want to just like go ballistic right now but i do have to go to a commercial break and we only have one more segment so i'd like to take a bunch of questions, um, questions. you can at this point call in if you'd like to ask a question um the number is in the comments if you're on the live feed um or you can also just type it in and uh olivia is sitting right next to me reading the comments um, and then we'll wrap up uh, the show. So you guys stay tuned for Heart Shaped Booty Part 4. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Billionaire Healthcare, brought to you by the amazing Fascia Blaster. We believe the body was designed to heal itself. Families were meant to care for one another and that the connective tissue fascia is vital to human health. We believe that society derailed and abandoned the natural trajectory and that itises, syndromes, cellulite and other issues are preventable. There's just a better way. 
The inception of that better way starts with the fascia, and the first step is the fascia blaster. The fascia blaster restores the fascia by separating the adhesions at the surface that distort the skin and penetrating those layers that contort and misalign the body. Not to mention, it ends cellulite because it simply doesn't exist. The fascia blaster turns back the hands of time and revitalizes you, young or aging, athletic or sedentary, men and women. The fascia blaster is for you. Treat yourself like a billionaire. Become a blaster today. Visit fasciablaster.com. That's F-A-S-C-I-A blaster.com. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to Billionaire Healthcare. To connect with our show today, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to bh at ashleyblackguru.com. Now, back to Billionaire Healthcare. Okay, everybody, welcome back. We ran way over on the last segment, so I have given BART instructions of the glute muscles, we only mentioned two. So in 30 seconds, Bart, just run through the other ones and basically what they do. Okay, the uh, glute minimus is very similar to the medius. He's just smaller and deeper. Tensor fascia late, that's the top of the IT band, and it just helps with the uh, stabilization of the pelvis. And then the deep guys, these are the uh, rotator cuff of the lower leg, the piriformis, obturator internus, uh, superior inferior gemelli and the quadratus femoris. And those really come from like more of the sacrum, like the tailbone area, and they attach on the outside of the lower leg. But just so you know, somebody yeah. actually told me there's a term, and I forget what it is. Ladies, I know you guys will start saying it, but it's basically where your butt drags down to where you can actually see the sits bones and then the glutes are hanging below oh, it. Yes, I see it's, but it has a term some, because somebody asked me and I had to Google it. But pancake so, butt? no, it's not like pancake, but it actually, it's like a cat's <laughs> mouth or I don't, I don't remember. I'm hoping somebody will jump in because if you have it, you know, you have it. But anyway, I was going to say that the deep glute rotators, that's what's responsible for. Like if you have a butt line, that's not you know, shaped like a kitty cat's mouth and it has like drooping almost like, um, I don't know, to me it looks like snow coming over a ledge. If you have that, those are your deep muscles. So that's just super, super important. So, okay, so we only have about five minutes before we wrap up the show. So we're going to take questions and Olivia has um, some of them. Can you say who they are? So Cat Hugs, I think it's Cat Hugs, yeah. That's so cute. Cat that's, hugs. That's a really sweet name. Two T's and two G's. Uh, can you address hip flexors in relation to the glutes and the tight IT bands? Okay, so the first thing that I want to say is that in the very beginning of the show, we talked about that the primary action of the glute was hip extension. If your hip flexors are tight, you cannot do hip extension, period. So whenever I'm working with someone um, on getting their glutes to fire, the first thing that I have them do is to fascia blast or nugget or to stretch the hip flexors. And by the way, my team can post those videos. I have those very readily available on my YouTube channel. So the hip flexors are absolutely crucial because particularly like I'm just thinking about guys, Bart, like how many pro ball players have you seen that can't even get neutral pelvis um, and have their leg directly under them, much less stick their leg out behind them because of the tight when hip flexors. When, when you have that forward pelvic tilt, it's almost impossible to get full extension of of the lower leg with that pelvic tilt. If it's, that pelvis is shifted forward or back, you're going to have a compensation in the actual joint motion. So let me so just say this in the girl way. way. Listen to me, ladies. If you're walking around with your butt stuck out, you know what I'm talking about, like the picture pose where you kind of like arch your back and stick your butt out, that's okay for your photograph. (laughs) But if you're functioning like that, you're actually shutting your glutes off. It is not, it's doing the opposite of what you want it to. Okay, next one. So I wanted to answer this one uh, because I get asked this all the time. Andrea Graziano, uh, what if you can't work out because of having back surgery? Will this still work for me? Are you going to answer it? Yes. 
<laughs> we all three are like yeah. chomping you at can the bit. All, absolutely. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, so first of all, let me say this. 100% you could do my videos. Um, I don't know how far you are out of back surgery. I always tell people like do whatever your doctors and PTs tell you to do for the first 12 weeks because you're still considered post-operative. Sure. Bart, is that a comfortable area for you? Yeah, before? yeah definitely because we don't know where you are, but there's plenty of exercises out there that you can do couple days to early stages of rehab that are glue activation. Absolutely. Well, and I also There's think, like we said at the beginning there. of the show, that because now you've had your fascia system disrupted by the surgery, and what we were saying earlier about being head-to-toe doing fascia release, if it were me, that's what I would want. I would want somebody working on me. Most likely you have a physical therapist. Have them release the fascia of your entire body and kind of prep it. It's almost like if you're going to do the glute exercises, whether it's my DVDs or ones that are uh, effective, and you feel free to inbox me about that um you still want to have that connection and those are things that you can do directly post-operative with a skilled uh therapist and the last and question just tell your, oh sorry, what, just tell oh, your sorry for... therapist like i want to do glute exercises do you mind incorporating this and and they will that you're Absolutely. in charge so you're in charge you you I... can definitely ask them for that the last question is from constance coleman singleton ashley the athlete in your ice dvds always uses bands would i injure or lessen the workouts if i use cables in the gym Okay, so in my DVDs, just to let you guys know, I do use bands. And the reason I picked bands is because they were cheap. I don't care if you use a band or a cable, but what I can tell you in my experience, when I go to the gym to do my glutes, even on the lowest setting, it's sometimes still heavy and I'm highly trained with my glutes. So bands may be a good stepping stone um, because you can really control the tension. Uh, The way you control the tension of a band is just to keep backing away from the source and it makes it harder and harder and harder. So I do see that all the time. I see girls and, I, and I'm like, oh, you're so close. You're like doing the right movement and you've right. got the right position of the cable, but you've got so much weight that it's transferring into your hamstring and your calf. And I can see their foot pointing and all of that good stuff. So anyway, that's a great question. And I hope that that answered it. Um, last words. We've got about 30 seconds. Olivia, give them your 10 second. Go get them. <laughs> Um, all I can say is you do have glutes. They're there. You can access them. You just might have to take a step back and not work as hard. Uh, you need to work better and more quality. Bart, last words? Quality over quantity. She stole mine. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, then I can't have it. So I'm going to wrap it up by just saying, you know, the you're in the right place. Um, this whole, you know, Facebook group, this radio show, this is all about my passion. This is about my life purpose to educate people and to empower themselves. So just stay in the group. Keep listening to shows. Look for the Heart Shape blog. And all the information that you need is going to roll out. I cannot teach you an entire science in a radio show. But if you hang around long enough, you'll pick it up. So anyway, thank you guys. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Bart. Uh, Thanks for a great show. Thanks for a great feed. Big heart. Love y'all. See y'all next week. Same time. Same. Well, I was about to say same place. I don't know where I'm going to be. Same time. (laughs) 12 Central Billionaire Healthcare on Voice America Radio. Thank you for tuning in this week. Billionaire Healthcare with Ashley Black can be heard live every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. This week, be the best you. 